Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. On a daily basis now, criminals in blue areas are just walking into stores, taking what they want, then walking out. The results? make national and international news headlines almost every day now. There's simply nothing like it anywhere else on earth. As the bizarre results of the Democrats' determination to legalize crime spin out of control, and our side laughs. We think we understand what's going on here. Well, they'll see the folly of their ways. You can't de-police and think you won't have crime, by God. They'll figure it out eventually. No, they have figured it out. It's us who don't get it. As in, don't get where they're going with all this. They won't have any stores left, I've heard people say. Then what? Then they'll want their police back? Nope, we still don't understand. But we got a glimpse at what I've been predicting was coming for a long time on my show. We got a glimpse of where they're going with this in Chicago this weekend. After running out of town, most private grocery stores, Walmarts, and other venues that function to sell groceries by simply refusing to combat crime or address it in any way as criminals pick the shelves clean, Chicago has accomplished the first step, using lawlessness to drive capitalistic enterprises out of the city. Now the mayor is doing exactly what I'd predicted they'd do saying the south and west sides of Chicago are food deserts. By God, the government is going to have to open up grocery stores. But how can the Chicago tax base afford that? Oh, they're not. They say they're going to, quote, tap into national and state-level funding. In other words, you're going to pay. The mayor of Chicago announced that in collaboration with a pretty much Marxist group called the Economic Security Project, they'll open city-owned grocery stores through economic development grants. The last few months on the Battleground podcast, I've focused exhaustively on the Democrats' main goals at this point. Their foremost goal is to seize the means of delivery and production of energy, food, and water. This is part of that. As the New York Times explained last year in a June editorial in which it gave the game away, the Democrats can use something called the Lever Act, which was passed during World War I, to completely seize and control the delivery of food, water, and fuel in an emergency. 
And the New York Times even suggested the Democrats use a climate change emergency to get there. Well, de-policing is another one of the emergencies they're using to get there, too. I keep hearing people on our side laughing, including on Fox News, at all the products locked away from the customers, the failing stores. They'll learn de-policing won't work. They'll go back to the way it was. But they're not. They're doubling down. They want more. Why? Because in part, de-policing pushes out capitalistic ventures from their areas. They fully intend to replace all of these with government-controlled ones. Instead of backing off last week, the government of California doubled down by passing a bill called SB 553. It essentially legalizes theft by barring any owner or employee of a store from interfering with criminals in any way. When store owners banded together and complained they'd be picked clean by the criminals, and they will, the legislature doubled down and did something even more evil. Instead of just a bill with a fine of $25,000 for every interference by staff members with a criminal, they said no, the only people who can even address these criminals as they steal around-the-clock security guards. Oh, and if you own a business, even if it's just a corner convenience store, you have to have one on staff, full-time, every time you're open. Oh, and if your staff is victimized by the crime they will inevitably see, you have to pay the full cost of their psychological counseling, in addition to the full cost of the security guard, the only person allowed to address the thieves at all. You still can't stop them. But the security guard can speak to them. You mean that passed? Yup. Last week, headed to the governor for its signature. They're doubling down. They won't be happy till every private enterprise, grocery store, clothing store in California is shut down. Here's the Fox News report on the bill. Keep in mind as you listen to this, this is what just passed the legislature. It's almost certain Gavin Newsom will sign it. Some small retailers say what lawmakers here are proposing gives thieves a license to steal, and here's why. It's not enough that we decriminalize property crime, but now he's saying you can't stop criminals from stealing, taking your property. So California police generally don't respond to theft under $950. It's a misdemeanor, so stores are on their own. But now the Sacramento Democrats are pushing a bill that can fine businesses up to $18,000 if it intervenes to stop a robbery or theft. So hundreds rallied Thursday at the state capitol to protest SB 553, which requires retailers to hire private security if they want to stop crime. Owners of convenience stores, gas stations, liquor stores, many Indian Americans say they can't afford it. We cannot compete the big box stores. We are small retailers. Rather than sending my kids to school, to universities to get educated, I should teach them how to steal. Go to a store, grab 950 or less, come home. So the bill requires retailers to file a workplace violence prevention plan. Only private security can confront shoplifters. Otherwise, Cal OSHA can fine retailers $18,000 per incidence. Businesses must log every threat of violence and provide trauma counseling if it happens. This is a terrible bill, a terrible bill that seeks to put all the burden on the business owners for the lawlessness that we are experiencing in California. It's wrong. Opponents say many now believe that shoplifting will get worse because no one's afraid of the law and it only makes things worse. The bill is heard in committee today. It's already passed the state Senate. This will be the death knell 
for many small businesses. And if the Democrats get national power, they'll do the same thing nationwide. Allow theft under 900, then turn around, pass laws like this. Only trained professional security guards can interfere with shoplifters in any way, but they still can't physically stop them. All of this, of course, is to get where Chicago's west and south sides are now without really much in the way of grocery stores so the government can then come in and control the delivery of food. What the Democrats are doing here has never been seen before by Americans, so they don't know what they're looking at. But if you read up, as I've told you many times, on the Russian Revolution, you'll see that's exactly the playbook they're following. It even started the Marxist Revolution in Russia that led to the creation of the USSR with a demonization of police. They even had groups like Black Lives Matter who would solicit donations from business owners who wanted protection from the Marxists that were ransacking their businesses. They then used the money to intimidate police into not reacting and crime exploded. That was the plan. Depolicing is just one strategy the left is using to get here. Digital ID and central bank digital currency is another we've talked about a lot on this podcast. The essential creation, all of that will lead to, is a Chinese-style social credit system. Most Americans probably assume the primary method of control in the former USSR was a police state, but it wasn't. It was food. Your membership in and rank in and favorability in the Communist Party of Russia determined what kind of job you got. The good jobs went to those not most talented, but most favored by the party. Those who had the best jobs got the best places in line. The food lines, the clothing lines. Remember, all commerce outside of the government was illegal and considered black market. You could be thrown in the gulag or worse if you were caught trading on the black market. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But there was a catch. By the time they got to the worst jobs, thus the worst cards and worst places in line, they usually ran out of food and clothes. So many stood on Soviet-era breadlines and got nothing or next to nothing. Ever wondered why they didn't overthrow their government in the former USSR? It's because they spent all their time, including all their free time, trying to increase their rank in the Communist Party, their value to the system to get a better card, to get a better place in line so they wouldn't starve. But what would that require? Spending almost every waking moment, think having no free time, going to party meetings, being a party organizer, participating in sanctioned party activities. That's how you got a good card. What would it mean? Virtually your entire life was spent in service to the Communist Party if you wanted to eat and eat well. Probably the best documentation of what it was like to live in this system is a book called We the Living by Ayn Rand. She said it was the closest to an autobiography she'd ever write. Ayn Rand 
grew up in the former Soviet Union. She watched the Russia Revolution, and then she watched her father, a pharmacist, lose their house and their business to members of the Communist Party who were in better standing. Their home and their business were simply redistributed. This is the model the Democrats are following to a T. You can see where the Democrats intend to go with all of this by looking at the final recommendations of Barack Obama's policing task force. They didn't make it into the final report cut. There's a good reason for it. They're implementing them in another way now. What did they recommend? All police commanders be trained and paid federally. Eventually, that would be pushed down to all officers. No community would be able to resist having the federal government pay their police bills. 911, that would go national. What I keep trying to get people on our side to understand is that they're copying the Russian Revolution playbook. They don't intend to get rid of police at all. The left love police. They just want police that answer to them and enforce their political priorities. But a major obstacle in their way is the fact that most police forces in America still answer to a local city council, police chief, mayor, and not them. That's the whole point of de-policing, to break down the local police department, like in Minneapolis, where half the officers are gone since the killing of George Floyd. Then encounter total desperation, and guess what comes in? Federally paid police officers loyal to the federal government, in much the way the FBI is. In fact, have you noticed something strange about the FBI? They're the only law enforcement agency the Democrats don't seem interested in defunding. In fact, they gave them a brand new FBI headquarters, $100 million, then another $100 million to increase their budget. That was just in December. Why? The Democrats love them. Speaking of the FBI, have you heard the latest? The very same FBI that covered up Hunter's crimes, broke laws to do it, censored both American publications like the New York Post and Americans themselves who wanted to tell the world that Hunter Biden's laptop was real in order to further cover up Hunter's crimes, now want to form a special task force to protect FBI agents from Americans, specifically Americans who think they haven't been tough enough on Hunter Biden. Here's what NBC News reports, that the new task force will focus on, quote, threats and harassment by people who think they haven't been tough enough on the president's son. They say these attacks on the FBI and the Department of Justice have coincided with congressional Republicans and former President Donald Trump attacking them and that it's putting the lives of FBI agents at risk. Of course, in the entire NBC News article, they don't provide a single statistic to bolster this idea that there are more threats and harassment. There's not a single number in the whole thing. They just say the threats and harassment have doubled. Then, as if to mock us, and yes, they're mocking us, they send the guy fired from the FBI, Agent Peter Strzok, for making up the Russia collusion narrative. Remember, he was the one who launched the Russian collusion narrative because, in his own words, we needed an insurance policy to make sure Donald Trump didn't win. That's the guy they send out to the mainstream media to sell this? As if, you know, if you object to the idea of the FBI choosing your president because they're so much smarter, you need, what, surveillance, boot through the door? Here's Peter Strzok on MSNBC explaining who the real problems are. 
mainstream common sense Republicans who are beginning to ask questions about the way the FBI operates, including when the FBI knows damn well Hunter Biden's laptop is Hunter Biden's laptop because they've had a copy of it for a year, but they just feel like censoring us anyway to help Joe. Yeah, anyone discussing that is now a threat, according to disgraced agent Peter Strzok. So congressmen, senators, they don't care about this threat because it's not getting better. If anything, it's getting worse, and it's getting worse behind the testimony and the statements of senators and congressmen, not fringe, you know, sort of outcasts and outliers, but mainstream, reputable national politicians. And it's got to stop. One of the things I love about PhD weight loss is watching the PhD joy spread. First producer Chris lost 100 pounds, then our news director Lee lost over 40, then our GM Steve lost 60, and look, the sales staff's calling it the PhD look now. It's basically skinny, healthy, and really, really happy. It's even spreading in my household. My husband and daughter have seen the effect it's had on me, and they've lost weight just by adopting some of the healthy lifestyle they see me lead. I was skeptical at first, but PhD allowed me to drop pounds without feeling that overwhelming hunger you get on a diet. I've been in maintenance now for eight months. It's awesome. What can PhD Weight Loss do for you? Go to myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com with locations in Greenville, Asheville, Charlotte, or you can do it at home. Myphdweightloss.com, the official partner of the Clemson Tigers. That's myphdweightloss.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.